talked on this show frequently about being an advocate for guns. I own quite a few guns. I own an AR-15. I own an AK-47, both assault rifles. But there has to be a better way. And I have my man Carlin the Great. He's coming. We're gonna we're gonna discuss the the awful tragedy that happened last week in here in Nashville. And how gun rights, rather, rather, whether you're believing in the Second Amendment, your political beliefs, nothing is absolute in society. You are listening to the Paragon of Broadcasting Excellence, D-Lance J Radio Network, coming to you live from Nashville, Tennessee. I'm your host, the one and only James Lewis III. Always a pleasure to be broadcasting across the, the country whether you listen on one of our affiliates, Coast to Coast, or whether you're listening on Lance Day Plus, where I podcast every single segment of the show. So I have I have Carlin the Great, former former caller of the show, uh, former Paragon Cup winner, and co-host of, of our broadcast at, at the Oakwood University, where we cover the men's ambassadors team who who rolled out a 4-24 season this year. Mm. Um so Carlin's going to talk. He he's had some very spirited discussions, and, and Carlin's into to local politics, very plugged in and very connected. I wanted to have first of all, I appreciate you you coming out, being on the Galanta cast. We're we're just getting the the G wagon out for the spring, and and we're out we're actually out at Good Pasture, which is a a local prep school, I believe. It's and and Christian and, school, and yeah. Carlin's son is is a is a very ultra magnetic combo guard that that plays for for the good pasture basketball team we'll talk about that a little bit later but um i wanted to have a mature conversation uh, about gun ownership and and just people listen to the show know that, that my wife and my wife has taught your children and, and and she's a teacher so when you see something like that hit so close to home at a small religious private school it's it's just devastating it's devastating to the to the community the the loss of life I went on Fox News. I saw so much theater calling about people are focused on the the gender fluidity of of the of the shooter and all of these other political things. And I just don't believe. I refuse to believe that this is a political issue. And I'm I'm not going to discuss it as a political issue. But but I have. It's quite a a conundrum for me because I am a gun owner and and I own multiple assault rifles. And I know that you're a gun owner. We're we're very safe. We're, we're, we're adult, we're, we're trained people. I don't, I don't believe that you should own a firearm until you've taken at least eight hours. You should be able to disassemble, uh, know how to clean properly. You should be able to, to exhibit prowess to, to own firearms, especially assault rifles. But this is where we are in, in society, and I, and I went to bring Carlin in to, to discuss it. So thank you for, for coming on the show. Appreciate you having me. So what are, what are your thoughts? Uh, first of don't all, don't be shy. You got you got to talk like you were on on Facebook the other day, man. Because you made me. That's actually why I reached out to you because you're basically calling for the the abolishment of those type of guns. I'm like, Carlin knows that that I own most of those type of guns. No, 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 no. First of all, I think that you you have the right approach. We have to talk about this in a non political way, right? Otherwise, we won't be able to talk about it, right? Because we're so divided down the political lines that you literally cannot talk about right. something that is a fundamental issue with one side or the other because the other side is absolutely not going to speak right. rationally or logically about it. So that's where we start. Yep. Not going to talk about this from a political standpoint. For me, it's pretty simple. I'm not calling for the abolishment of guns. Not calling for the abolishment of the AR-15. What I'm calling for is the banning of them 
to be bought and sold at gun shows. Okay. Period. That's a, that's a big difference. Hard stop. Because, I don't, and forgive me if I don't have the numbers exactly correct, but I believe that 70% of the school shootings, and I'm only talking about school shootings. Right. I'm not talking about what happened in Las Vegas where 66 people were shot, you know, wherever. <clears throat> I'm talking about school shootings, right? Um, seven, I believe 70% of them uh, were carried out by fully automatic Right. AR style rifles, absolutely, and I believe that. That's, I think most of the shootings across the board. Are, you're talking about the AR style, yeah, yeah, rifle. yeah, the AR style. But right. I believe seventy percent of them were bought at gun shows. Okay, I did not know that. Either, either by somebody else and given to the the right. shooter, or by the shooter themselves. I uh, thought a lot of the shooters were procuring guns from from a parent or or someone right, not and necessarily registered. And I, and I know that the shooting in Las Vegas. That was a guy that had a, a whole lot of guns and right, the but that's, whole lone yeah, that's wolf not, That's not who concept. I'm talking about. But you're talking about people going to trade shows Correct. where you can get access to to you know a firearm that can fire a 30 round magazine and walk away from a trade show with, with one of those absolutely uh, without weapons, without semi automatic without a background check. Interesting. Without a waiting period. So that that's the key for me is that. The ease with which people who have mental wellness issues can get their hands on a weapon of mass destruction. Now, why does why does the mental wellness? I'm just playing. I'm playing devil's advocate for, in this case, the far right. We get in. I've talked about absolute rights. So, if you're a Second Amendment, if you're if you have Second Amendment rights, does that matter if you are mentally well or not, or is it your right? I'm not saying there's a right or wrong answer to this, but is it your right as an American to have access to, to these guns without some type of mental wellness check? Okay, let's take the term mental wellness uh, and put it in the box for just a second. It is, it, it is a fact that if you, have a, that you suffer from epilepsy, you cannot That's qualify true. to get Can't a drive. driver's license. That's true. Okay, so there are... As you shouldn't, yeah. and, and not a not anything. I have one of one of my best friends growing up has epilepsy. Yeah, I got a really good friend here. And, she's got um, epilepsy, but it's a it's a danger to themselves to drive, and, and obviously to, a danger and to, to, to other people on the road. Right. So if you have if you are documented to, have but had, driving isn't driving isn't a right though. It's not a right as an American. It's it's a privilege. You have to pass the test, right? So you're not inherently born with the right to drive. I'm not I'm not saying I disagree with you. I actually agree with you, but I'm just kind of playing devil's advocate for for people that have a different viewpoint. You you don't have a right to drive. I mean, if you have DUIs, if if you have things going on, you could be stripped okay. of your driver's All license. Right. That that makes my point exactly. So if you have if you have a record, right, of some kind that shows that you have been or could be a danger to society as with, a felon, as a right. without a, a, a weapon in your hands, okay. right? Then how does your right protect you to obtain a weapon when you have been seen fit by society, the laws of society, not to be trustworthy with with a weapon in your hands? So is it, in your opinion, would you say it's more people getting guns at trade shows yes. where, where it's not as regulated or people with mental health issues getting guns? Because obviously I've never purchased a gun at a trade show it's, but if I had a mental wellness issue and when I've gone to purchase a my, my AR and, and my and my AK, I didn't need to submit a PHQ exam. I mean, I didn't. They didn't have to verify that that I have some type of mental issue, which you know, fortunately, I don't. Uh, many of my close friends would, would question that. But I, I don't have any any documented history of of mental right. illness. But how does that come into play? Are you are you stating that that should be a part of the purchase process? 
is that a part of the background let's, check? Is it like your fingerprints? I mean, what's 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 the answer? Because obviously, what we're doing now is is unacceptable. I mean, in the developed world. We don't see this in Europe. We don't see no. this in Canada. We don't no. see this in Australia. We no. don't even see this in Brazil. We don't even see this in Mexico. Right. Mexico has, you have the, the Breaking Bad and the cartel and the Better Call Saul. And what okay. we think Mexico is, I lived in Arizona for many years. I have a lot of friends from Mexico. And they've said, look, man, we don't, we don't have school shootings down, down there. You know, at the border, you have a lot of drugs and issues like that. They don't have school shootings and mass shootings like that in Mexico that are outside of, of actual criminal enterprise just regular random people walking into to a room full of uh crowd in this case children which just breaks my heart and randomly killing people that doesn't happen anywhere else but the united states of america why are americans so obsessed with guns to the point where guns in many cases have more rights than human beings why why is that how is that interwoven into our dna why why are we so obsessed with the with the right to bear arms in in this country Number one, we have twisted the Second Amendment. We have perverted the Second Amendment. The Second Amendment was never written with what we have today in mind. And I know, and I know I'm one of the people that benefits from it as a responsible gun owner. But the fact of the matter is it does, it does not protect our rights to actually and give us the right to have a gun as citizens who have a well-formed militia. Remember, because that's in the Constitution, right? It says, it says, for a well-formed militia, that's because... The colonists did not have an army to defend themselves against the Redcoats. Right. It was a volunteer. They did not know if the Redcoats were coming back again or not. They didn't have social media. So what they all they knew is we need to be armed and ready until we can form an army. So every citizen, arm yourselves. The right to bear arms, right? That's what it was for. Right. So once we got us, once we once we had a well-formed militia, i.e. an army, i.e. the most powerful military in the world. Right. And the police, which is law enforcement, who are armed, fully armed and there to protect us. Technically, we really don't have that right. We've perverted that right so that we can have it because we don't trust anybody. And the reason we don't trust anybody is because everybody has guns. Right. And we think, Do you think it's the downside of being a, a superpower, though, I think. Yes. So we're the we're the only superpower in the modern era. So you think of the the, the Soviet Union. You think of China. I would, throw, I would throw Soviet Union in you, there. You think of you think of China currently. You think of, of of unfortunately Nazi Germany, but these were all totalitarian dictatorships where the military had hundreds and hundreds of thousands of guns. the The citizens had nothing, so they were they were completely under the thumb of whoever the dictator was at the time. We're the only Western the uh, democratic superpower. That's not under some type of uh, totalitarian rule where everything that you do is is monitored by the federal government. Is part of that because of the proliferation of guns? I remember Chris Rock in in one of his uh, one of his comedy specials was talking about this is back during the during the the Gulf War. As many years ago, he said it only took it only took a couple of weeks to to get Iraq out of Kuwait. He was like, you couldn't even take Baltimore down in a couple of weeks, which I grew up in, in West Baltimore. There's a lot of truth to that because yeah. there's somebody, and what he was referencing is that so many people in West Baltimore have guns. So if you just tried to siege West Baltimore and, and all of the homies in the projects, you know, Lance. rode together, there are enough guns in West Baltimore to keep the, the military at bay for, for a couple of weeks. Let An exaggeration, obviously, but is there some truth to that? Is that, is, is the it's so the circulation of 500 million guns out in the United States. Does that keep us from totalitarian rule? 
Is that part of what no, keeps us? No, no, no. It's right? so much deeper than that. The West was settled with the gun. The right. Colt revolver is what settled the West. They used it not only to drive out the indigenous peoples there because right. they had a weapons advantage over them, but they also used it for hunting, right? They used it for law enforcement. In the West was established, half of the United States was established using the gun. So it starts, it was, it was woven into the very fabric of America. America represents a gun culture because that's Definitely. how part of it was settled. It's how, it, honestly, it's how we gained our freedom is what I say us, but really how white colonists gained their freedom over the redcoats. They didn't do it with bows and arrows. Right. They, they did it with guns. So this country was established using guns. It's hard to reverse field when you're so far down the road. 300 years in. Yeah. Right. And, 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 and the culture is that of guns. Our law enforcement was, was based on guns. So now what do we do? You don't, you, you, you don't reverse field in the Well, in Canada, they, they, don't, they don't do that, though. I mean, they, they club the hell out of you. I mean, they're not, <laughs> they're not if you commit a crime in Canada, the, the, the royal... Canadian mounted police show but up to your house and they're dressed, they're dressed very nice and, and they club the dickens out of you. Yeah. I'm just saying I'm not I'm not agreeing or disagreeing. It's it's very interesting for me. It actually what I see in society, it's actually got me to rethink my ownership of those weapons. Uh, part of me doesn't want to give them up because I'm just like, well, if the world ends, I I have two two weapons that that shoot a thirty or sixty round magazine. Um, but but for the better good. And really looking at the concept, like you, like you talked about the, the the Second Amendment, is it absolute? Is it is it for every situation? Um, and, and you talked about how it really was was to set up a militia. It's not so that James Lewis can walk around Nashville with a with right. a Draco in the trunk. I just think it's a very interesting conversation. It's when it hits home when something like that happens locally, where, where you don't think it can happen locally. I remember being at the the Mandalay Bay. And one of my best friends got married at the at the Mandalay Bay, and I remember being there. And a couple of years later, you you had the shooting in in Las Vegas, and I remember being right where people were shot. I remember celebrating with my boy. You know, people that have gone out to Vegas. It seems like more and more there are landmarks where there have been these these incidents, and it and it hits closer and closer and closer to home to almost where you identify like four or five places where something like that's happened where, where you've been physically. And I just know I'm not a, I'm not a politician. I don't know the political angle of it. I'm not a gun expert from, you know, open bolt, closed bolt, all of that stuff. I just know that it has to stop. What's, what's going on is unacceptable. It's repugnant. It's deplorable. And it has to stop. It's going to end up touching enough people where we will do something. My cousin, um, uh, thank God he survived uh, a school shooting. Uh, he was mm. shot. Um, he was nine years old, 10 years old when it happened in California. Um, and he's okay today, but his best friend was killed right yeah, in front of him. Unbelievable. I mean, to this day, we celebrate with him that he, when he has a birthday. Um, uh, you remember my basketball league, the NCFL, right? One of our staple players was James Shaw, the Waffle House hero, mm-hmm. who took down the, who took down the yeah. rifleman with yeah. his bare hands. He, uh, he'll tell you. I mean, he said it in multiple interviews. He's, he said, I'm not a hero. I was trying to save my own life. Right. Again, I want to be very clear. I'm not against gun ownership, and I'm not saying overall gun regulation. You're very careful talking, in Tennessee, man. You're I'm talking about like, the word. I'm talking about. I'm talking about the most egregious right. weapon on the street that is sold at gun shows like popcorn. That we should not be able to give the people 
who are struggling the most with their emotions and it's documented and have proven themselves to at least be a verbal threat to our schools should not be able to get those weapons as easily as they do. Period. Carlin Alfred, thank you so much for, for spending some, also known as Carlin the Great, thank you so much for, for spending some time talking about a very uh, difficult topic, but, but I really wanted to have him on, on the show. Carlin, um, before, before you go, I know that you have a, a podcast that, that you're launching. You've talked about it yeah. on this show before when, when me and you were out uh, with Big down at, at Titan Stadium. Can <laughs> you, how, how, can we, how can we find your podcast? Where, where are you located? Yeah, straight down the middle, uh, a, a podcast for those who are sick of partisan politics. Um, we'll be out on all. Uh, all uh, but that's not a whole lot of people based on <laughs> Fox News and, and MSNBC. All platforms. Well, Trump's about to. He's about to fire up the base. Man, we're we're get, appealing get back to. Into we're it. appealing to the curious. All right, <laughs> appealing, to the curious. <laughs> appealing to the curious. Check out your uh, YouTube and your local platforms, Spotify. Um, all those coming up here soon. Uh, straight down the middle with Carlin Alfred. If you're sick of partisan politics. <laughs> Live from the Paragon 7 Studios, you're listening to the Lance J Radio Network. I spent many years as a quality healthcare executive focused on risk scores, clinical operations, and value-based care contracts. I had the corner office, the nice house, the pool, and all of the perks corporate America offers. But in 2020, as the pandemic had us all on lockdown, I decided to open up Paragon 7 Studios as a full-service consulting firm focused on healthcare media. Our critically acclaimed daily HealthCast series features many of the brightest minds in the industry. Due to increased demand, we are actually expanding into executive production of short films and documentaries for our clients. Find us on LinkedIn or Instagram to talk about hourly rates. That's Paragon 7 Studios. I'm the latest hashtag challenge. And everyone on social media is trying me. I'm trending so hard that hashtag common sense can't keep up. This is going to get tens and tens of views. But if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, you could be left to pay for this yourself. Get Allstate and be better protected from mayhem for a whole lot less. It's time to switch to T-Mobile. Right now, pay zero cost when you do. Keep your number and keep your phone. We'll even pay it off. Only at T-Mobile, the leader in 5G. There's some beautiful thing. Why don't you give it to your wife? My wife? How am I going to give it to my wife? I ain't married. You got a girlfriend? Yeah, I got a girlfriend, yeah. So marry her. Hey, you for real? I'm asking you to middle a diamond for me here. Now, all I want from my end is 8,000. What I'm saying to you is you should give it to somebody that don't know any better because that's a fugazi. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.